Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where history comes alive with every episode. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today, we're diving into the Civil War, focusing on a lesser-known yet significant battle, the Battle of Drainsville. Ah, Drainsville. It's not Gettysburg, but it sure has its own charm. That's right. Before we delve into the battle, let's set the scene. It's 1861. America is torn apart by civil war. Brother against brother, state against state. The Union and Confederacy, two sides fighting for very different visions of America. The Battle of Drainsville didn't just happen overnight. It was the culmination of escalating tensions and strategic maneuvers in Northern Virginia. Right. Virginia was a critical battleground. Both the Union and Confederacy knew controlling this area was key to dominating supply routes and securing a strategic advantage. In the months leading up to December 1861, there were smaller skirmishes and constant movements of troops. This chess game was about controlling roads, rivers, and railways. Exactly. And let's not forget the political backdrop. Abraham Lincoln's election had deepened the divide, with southern states seceding and forming the Confederacy. In Northern Virginia, Confederate forces were eager to defend their homeland, while Union forces aimed to quash the rebellion and restore the Union. The Union strategy involved cutting off supplies to Confederate troops in this region. Meanwhile, the Confederates aimed to disrupt Union supply lines and fortify their positions. And leading the charge for the Union at Drainsville was Brigadier General Edward O.C. Ord, an officer known for his rigorous discipline and strategic acumen. On the other side, Brigadier General J.E.B. Stewart, a rising star in the Confederate Army, known for his cavalry exploits and charismatic leadership. Both sides had their eyes on Drainsville. It was a key crossroads town, critical for controlling the supply routes in the area. This sets the stage for what would become the Battle of Drainsville a crucial confrontation in the larger tapestry of the Civil War. Let's dive into the details of the Battle of Drainsville. It was December 20, 1861, a chilly winter day, setting the stage for a tense confrontation. The Union forces under General Ord were on a foraging mission. They were gathering supplies in the area, which was a common practice given the scarcity of resources. Meanwhile, General J.E.B. Stewart's Confederate forces were also out on a similar mission. Both sides, unbeknownst to each other, were heading towards a collision course. The Union troops reached Drainsville first. They began their foraging, unaware of the Confederate forces nearby. That's when Stewart's men, moving along the Georgetown Pike, stumbled upon Ord's Union forces. The initial encounter was unexpected, leading to an immediate and chaotic skirmish. Artillery played a crucial role. The Union had placed their guns strategically, covering the main approaches to the town. When Stuart's forces appeared, they were met with a barrage of cannon fire. But the Confederates were not deterred. They quickly deployed their artillery, returning fire. The battle evolved into an artillery duel, with both sides exchanging heavy fire. Infantry regiments were also heavily involved. Union soldiers, positioned behind stone fences and natural cover, fired volleys at the advancing Confederates. There were instances of close combat. Soldiers from both sides clashed in the fields and roads around Drainsville, fighting desperately for control. The battle raged for hours. Despite their initial surprise, the Union forces managed to maintain their positions 
thanks in part to their superior artillery placement and the natural defensive advantages offered by the terrain. As the day wore on, the Confederate forces, realizing they were unable to break the Union lines, began to withdraw. The Union did not pursue aggressively, exhausted and content with holding the ground. By the end of the day, Drainsville remained in Union hands. This battle, while not large in scale, demonstrated the importance of preparation, artillery placement, and the effective use of terrain in civil war battles. And it marked a significant morale boost for the Union, proving their ability to successfully engage and hold off Confederate forces in enemy territory. The tactics used in the Battle of Drainsville were a fascinating mix of traditional infantry combat and artillery usage, which played a pivotal role. Absolutely. Let's break down the timeline and tactics. Early on December 20th, General Lord's Union troops were spread out in and around Drainsville, engaged in foraging. Their scattered formation meant they were not initially prepared for a full-scale battle. However, Ord's experience came into play. He quickly organized his men into a defensive position upon learning of the Confederate approach. The Union troops took advantage of the terrain. They positioned themselves behind stone walls and natural barriers, which provided them with excellent defensive cover. The Union artillery, crucial to their defense, was placed on high ground, giving them a clear field of fire over the approaches to Drainsville. On the Confederate side, Stuart's initial tactic was to surprise and swiftly engage the Union forces, disrupting their foraging mission. As the Confederates advanced, they quickly realized they were facing a well-entrenched enemy. Stuart then deployed his artillery, trying to counter the Union's advantage. The artillery duel that followed was intense. Both sides fired relentlessly. However, the Union's superior positioning gave them an edge. By midday, the battle had turned into a standoff, with infantry exchanges becoming more frequent and intense. The Confederates made several attempts to outflank the Union positions, but these were repelled by the Union infantry, who were well prepared and strategically positioned. As the afternoon progressed, the intensity of the battle fluctuated. There were periods of fierce fighting followed by lulls, as each side reorganized and took stock. By late afternoon, it became clear that the Confederate forces were unable to break through the Union lines. Stuart, recognizing the futility of continuing the attack against well-entrenched forces, ordered a retreat. The Union forces, though victorious, were too exhausted and low on ammunition to pursue the retreating Confederates aggressively. The Battle of Drainsville, lasting just a few hours, was a tactical display of how quick adaptation, terrain utilization, and artillery placement could turn the tide in Civil War battles. The Battle of Drainsville had its share of heroes, men who demonstrated extraordinary bravery under fire. One such hero was Sergeant John Smith of the Union Army. During the heat of the battle, when a Confederate shell exploded near his unit, he risked his life to drag his wounded comrades to safety, all under heavy enemy fire. And there's the story of Private James O'Reilly. In the chaos of the artillery duel, he volunteered to run through the battlefield, delivering critical messages between units. His bravery ensured vital communication lines remained open. Another standout was Corporal Henry Jackson. Despite being severely wounded, he continued to man his artillery piece contributing significantly to the Union's fire superiority. On the Confederate side, we had Lieutenant Charles Anderson. He led a daring charge against a Union position, rallying his men with remarkable courage. Though the charge was ultimately repelled, his leadership was commendable. And we can't forget about the unsung heroes, the medics and field surgeons. 
Amidst the carnage, they work tirelessly to treat the wounded, often under dangerous conditions. Their bravery and dedication were a beacon of hope and humanity in the midst of the brutality of war. These stories of heroism reflect the courage and resilience of those who fought in the Battle of Drainsville, making it more than just a strategic encounter but a testament to individual valor. The impact of the Battle of Drainsville went beyond the immediate tactical victory for the Union. It had significant implications for morale and strategy in the early stages of the Civil War. Absolutely. For the Union, the victory was a much-needed morale booster. It demonstrated their ability to not only engage but also defeat Confederate forces in a strategic location. This success helped to validate the Union's military leadership and tactics, showing that they could effectively counter Confederate maneuvers. On the Confederate side, the loss at Drainsville was a setback. It forced them to reevaluate their strategies in Northern Virginia, especially regarding how they protected their supply lines. The battle also highlighted the importance of reconnaissance and intelligence. The unexpected encounter at Drainsville showed both sides the dangers of moving without adequate information about enemy positions. Now, let's talk about the casualties. The Battle of Drainsville, while not the bloodiest battle of the Civil War, still had its share of loss. Official reports put the Union casualties at around 50, including killed, wounded, and missing. The Confederates suffered slightly higher losses, estimated at around 70. Each of these numbers represents a person, a soldier with a family, a story. The tragedy of war is not just in the loss of life, but also in the impact on communities and families on both sides. Absolutely, Chuck. The Battle of Drainsville, while a small part of the larger conflict, serves as a poignant reminder of the human cost of war. The Battle of Drainsville, while a minor skirmish in the grand scheme of the Civil War, had a lasting impact on the course of the conflict. Indeed, it was one of the early battles that demonstrated the Union's growing competence in battlefield tactics and organization. This was a significant boost, especially considering the earlier setbacks the Union had faced. For the Union leadership and the Northern public, the victory at Drainsville was a sign of hope. It provided a much-needed morale boost and helped to build confidence in the Union's military command. The battle also had strategic implications. It underscored the importance of controlling key supply routes in Virginia, a region crucial for both the Union and Confederate armies. Drainsville highlighted the significance of logistics and supply in warfare. The ability to secure and protect resources was just as important as winning battles. On a larger scale, Drainsville set a precedent for how smaller engagements could have outsized effects on morale and strategic positioning in the war. It also demonstrated the evolving nature of the Civil War. Tactics, technologies, and the sheer scale of the conflict were changing, and battles like Drainsville were part of this larger transformation. The battle's impact extended into how future military engagements were planned and executed. Commanders on both sides learned the importance of reconnaissance, intelligence, and the element of surprise. Lastly, Drainsville served as a sobering reminder of the war's human cost. The casualties, though not as high as in other battles, were a tragic testament to the conflict's toll on soldiers and their families. The Battle of Drainsville, while not the most famous Civil War battle, played a crucial role in the broader narrative of the war, influencing tactics, morale, and the approach to military engagements on both sides. This battle was a small part of a larger, more complex puzzle. It's a testament to the strategic importance of every victory and loss in the Civil War. And how it shaped the future of the United States. Exactly. Now, let's lighten the mood with some Civil War humor. 
Why did the Confederate soldier cross the road? I don't know, Chuck. Why? To get to the other side. That was horrible, Chuck. As we wrap up, a special thank you to all our listeners. Your support keeps history alive. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share the History AI podcast. A five-star review helps us reach more history buffs like you. And we love your topic suggestions. Reach out on social media with your ideas. Until next time, this is Chuck. And Marco, signing off from the History AI podcast. Step into the thrilling world of sports betting with The Starting Line, an introduction to sports betting. Whether you're a beginner or simply curious, this comprehensive guide takes you from the basics to the advanced. Learn to decode odds, develop winning strategies, and bet responsibly. Get your copy now and transform every game into an adventure. The Starting Line is your first step towards mastering the art of sports betting. Available on Amazon.